Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. If you feel like today's workplace is a little like alphabet soup, you're not alone. With Gen Z, Gen X, Millennials, Boomers all working together, how can we maximize productivity in a way that meets people where they are? We sat down with Wendy Sellers, also known as the HR Lady. She's a noted HR consultant, speaker, and author to talk about different generations and how they approach work today. Let's listen. Wendy, it is such a confusing alphabet soup these days when it comes to our workforce. We have Gen X, we have Gen Y, we have Millennials, we have Boomers, all thrown in one pot. Give us a rundown on on those different generations and kind of some attributes of each and those that are just hopping in the workforce together right now. It's interesting uh, with with the generations is uh, at one point in time somebody named a generation and then we keep naming them every every couple of years and I'm I'm wondering you know we're at Generation Z now like what's next like well, we ran out of the alphabet um, so you know long long time ago there was the silent generation I don't think they were called the silent generation during their time period and they're all retired um, then we have the huge baby boom and I I have been talking about this a lot lately about the baby boom because um most of the baby boomers not all but most of the baby boomers are retired or have already retired and we actually as society haven't replaced them we haven't had enough babies and so i don't know what's next of what the next set of generation is but baby boomers you know they were known as um live to work that's what they did their whole life was the identity uh, of work but interesting enough that's when you actually as an employer you hired somebody and you kept them for life and that doesn't happen any anymore which is why people you know jump around we'll get to that later but the biggest thing with baby boomers is their identity with job security and it's because for so long you worked with one or two companies your whole life um, their communication style is more uh, pick up the phone and call me why is that because that's what was available <laughs> at the time you know we didn't have email we didn't have text messages uh, we didn't have zoom or anything like that um, then we moved on to after the baby boomers came uh, generation x which is um, i'm part of generation x and you know we we also identified with the baby boomers of the live to work but it, then it changed a little bit there was a work-life balance so with the baby boomers, even though it was lived to work, it was more of a um, a regular schedule. You know, I don't want to say forty hours, but let's just you know kind of go with it. They knew what to expect. Generation X got into the workforce, the same thing, knowing you know what to expect. But then it changed. Um, they wanted work life balance, and so that's when you started getting the um, customization of work schedules and you know. Um, allowing people to leave work early to go see their kids you know rehearsals whatever it might be and generation x we were blessed with this thing called email and so we've got really really comfortable with saying okay just email me and instead of call me and it's funny because i'm generation x and sometimes my phone will ring and i'll be like why <laughs> why are you calling me <laughs> And so you're raising your hand that you're Generation X as well. 
Um, I feel like Gen X, um, once the millennials arrived, and, and Gen X kind of slid under the radar. Everybody stopped picking on us. And I tell that when I'm speaking on generations, um, I tell that to everybody in the audience. I'm like, don't worry if you're the generation that's currently getting picked on, there's going to be another generation. And then we pick on them. We always, you know, make fun of the newer generation. And it's kind of almost like a rite of passage. Uh, the the millennials, uh, which everybody makes fun of and in, uh, you know, they they brought us text messages. They brought us messenger. Um, they're very, very tech savvy. Uh, they want to, contrary to popular opinion, they do want to work. And we'll get into this in a little bit in, in the podcast, uh, talking about everything that they've gone through, but they definitely want to work. They want to enjoy their work. It's not just for a paycheck. Um, and they definitely want more freedom and flexibility in their job, not saying they don't want to be managed, but they definitely want more freedom in their in their um, job selections and then flexibility. And then the next generation, which is the current youngest generation is generation Z. And I always find it interesting when people ask me about Gen Z. And sometimes I just go, I don't know many of them are still in high school or middle school. Like, how are you asking me? How do they communicate? I know I certainly didn't communicate the, the way I do now when I was, you know, in high school, heck, even college or my first 10 years on the job. So, you know, what we do know about Gen Z is they definitely want to do good. Um, they want to be authentic and transparent and they want to do good in the world. And that's very difficult in the world that we're in. Um, their form of communication is more of the social uh, communication. So like Snapchat, Messenger. Um, with that said, for our listeners today, like don't judge people based on their age. I just have to say that straight up. Like just ask them, how would you like to communicate? And don't judge people because you're going to get yourself in some serious hot water, even if it's not legal hot water. But if you're judging people saying, oh, you must be a boomer. You want me to call you? It's like, no, my, my parents know to text me before calling. <laughs> so it, it's just such an uncommon time to have everybody combine. There's such a combination. You know, there are, um, like you said, just a few leftovers, even at the very top. Um, I'm happy to be married to a boomer and he is uh, still in the workforce. So there's just this from one one scope to the next, from the top to the bottom there, how can we all get along? What do you think is the secret when it comes to these different values and characteristics of how these different uh, different generations with different priorities can get along in the workforce? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And the interesting thing is there's no simple answer. You know, that's really what it comes down to is um, you have to get to know every single uh, employee or human that you're talking to if you're outside of work, but like inside the workforce is your managers need to be trained on communication and different communication styles. So when my clients call me, I'm an HR consultant, I'm the HR lady. And when they call me, say they're having problems, like I rarely say what, how old are they? What generation are they in? Like, I want to really just pull the managers back at first and say, okay, let's talk about all the different types of communication styles there are. How do you communicate with your team? And if you, as a manager or business owner, only communicate in one manner, you're probably going to get yourself in, um, not trouble legally, but there's going to be miscommunications because 
every human being communicates differently. I don't care what age you are. So the number one thing is yes, know the basics about generations, but really get to know your individuals as individuals and ask them, how do you want to be communicated with? Um, with that said, I don't expect any manager or every manager to go, okay, I'm going to talk to Wendy this way. I'm going to talk to Joe this way. I'm going to talk to Martin this way, because that would be very time intensive. And on, on that note, um, being a manager today is not like being a manager even five years ago, never mind 10 years ago, and definitely not like 40 years ago. In fact, any, any time period from today, you know, backwards, it was do as I say, and that's just not, that's not going to cut it in today's workforce. So if you are a manager, um, first of all, take a deep breath because <laughs> you got a lot on your plate. If you're a business owner listening to this, what I really want you to know is you got to give your managers a lot more time in their schedule than you used to, even just 10 years ago. Um, most people, most managers are working managers, meaning they have a job to do as well. So they're working alongside their employees. We forget though that we can't give managers, um, let's just say a 40 hour work week to work their product because you need ideally, and we know this is never going to happen, right? But ideally, um, you would be doing your job as a, a manager, whatever your day job is. And then 50% of your time would be communicating with your employees. And I know many people probably like, no way I'm hanging up right now. I'm not listening to this lady anymore. She's crazy. That's why I said, ideally, uh, Realistically, it's probably more like 80% of the time doing work product and 20% of the time doing um, employee relations. Um, but if we don't build schedule like time into our schedule as a manager to communicate on a regular basis with our employees, we're going to miscommunicate and then something's going to go wrong and then you're going to end up in, in HR. <laughs> but it really, it really is figuring out, okay, manager, this is the way I communicate. And then explaining to your, to your team, hey, on every Tuesday, we're going to have a meeting and everyone's expected to attend, maybe not in person, um, you know, maybe it's virtual, maybe it's a phone call, but everyone is expected. So laying out your expectations as a manager of this is how we're going to communicate as a team. And if you have any questions, uh, you know, you need to bring them up in this meeting. But keep in mind, if there's something uh, going wrong in your organization, uh, bullying, anything like that, or just personality styles, people may not be comfortable bringing up a question in front of everybody. And then that that's where you have to go in the, okay, now I got to go spend more time with this one employee. Does that make sense? No, it definitely makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. You know, we're dealing with these generations who have come up during some very different times. If you look at millennials, for example, they're coming up with shaped by things like 9-11 and the recession, the big recession of 2008. You look at you look at today's generation, uh, Gen Z, who is dealing with COVID. COVID would be their one of their big identifying issues. How does that shape who they are? Obviously, COVID has done a number on everybody in terms of right. how we are relating and our expectations, and kind of really put so many things into light speed. But how has that shaped those generations when it comes to millennials, Gen Z, and how they see what the workplace is all about? the baby boomers were very, very, you know, optimistic and ambitious. Um, they kind of knew what was out in front of them, even though they really didn't, but they expected to be with an employer for a long time. Um, when we have had, you know, 9-11, when we had recessions, um, the, the, those baby boomers in all generations got hurt by that. 
and really stopped being so optimistic and trusting of their employers and hoping that they'd be with their employer for the for a very long time uh, with COVID specifically. I mean, uh, you know, that threw everyone for the for a loop. I, it, it's one of the one things that regardless of your age, if you were in the workforce in a working age, um, it affected everybody. Right. So even if there was, you know, during the beginning of COVID, most of my clients uh, and people I didn't even know were calling me for layoffs. Right. And that wasn't based on age. It was based on, OK, the world just came to a screeching halt and we got to let people go. Well, then going you know, other businesses got really, really busy because of COVID. And then you had to do do hiring. And so, which many managers were not um, prepared for, but I would say, you know, COVID specifically and and, in a lot of things that have happened in the past couple of years um, really shook up the workforce. Millennials, these poor millennials, they have just been getting hit left and right from the time they were born. You know, we told them, hey, you got to go to college. You got to get a degree. You got to get a master's degree. You got to get this. You got to get that. And then everything happened to them, you know, recessions, layoffs. Um, And then we magically, we wait for them to turn 40 and go, why don't you have these work experiences? (laughs) It's like, well, because nobody hired me for the past 20 years. And so I had to piece jobs together um and you know figure out a way to pay the bills and so millennials have been through so much and continue to be through so much and i think gen z saw that and said i'm not going to do that like i'm not going to go and throw myself into the workforce and and you know not that they don't want to work but you know work uh work till i die and get nothing out of it and still have all this debt and so i'm seeing right now a lot of gen z regardless of their age, but, you know, they are definitely younger, um, saying, no, I'm not going to go to college because we, you told the millennials and Gen X to go to college and they're saddled with this debt forever and their salaries don't match it and you keep laying them off. Um, so I think Gen Z and millennials who are making decisions for themselves are people are considering them selfish but I don't see it that way at all. I say, good for you, because a lot of us are looking back at our lives going, man, I wish I did that because I've been working 80 hours a week and I'm in the same spot and I'm, I'm exhausted. So I, I think we have a lot to learn um, from the younger people. And if, for the younger folks that are listening today, again, like I said, we always make fun of the youngest generation. So there's another one coming after you. I don't know what they're going to be named. And we will uh, we'll figure that out, and, and it'll you'll you'll be off the laughing t- uh, <laughs> spot soon. <laughs> well, it sounds like when we talk about the future of the workforce, I mean flexibility seems to be a big word that crosses all of those generations. I mean millennials and and Gen Z, where wherever you are, you, you have to you kind of have to meet in the middle a little bit. You know, you might have an old school more boomeresque manager in a C-suite who wants things done this way. But yet you've got, you know, you've got Gen Z coming in going, not doing it that way. How do you, how do you think the future of the workforce looks from a flexibility standpoint along those lines? What I say is, listen, business owners and managers, if you're not flexible and you're not listening to your staff of any age, you're not going to have staff. End of story. Problem solved. You're not going to have a business. Um, I was speaking on generations at a, at an event, um, pre-pandemic and this woman in the audience said 
no, I'm not going to change my ways for my millennial employees. I said, well, good luck with that because your baby boomer employees are either retired or about to retire. And if you have that reputation out there, you're not going to have any employees. And so um, I got some chuckles from the audience, probably not from her um, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, definitely we, we have no choice. We as employers have no choice right now except to ask people what they want and do our best to give it to them. End of story. That's really what it comes down to. And if you don't want to do that, then you're not going to have employees. Thanks everyone for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our five questions podcast by subscribing to the chamber channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people.